Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stoked, get started. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. have questions or comments, call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Hi, Big Brother fans. It's December 9th, 2019. This is the Rad Reality Show. I'm Cherry Garcia. I'll be your co-host tonight. Um, I just want to make a little mention that we've been on a little hiatus recently um, because Michelle is working so much uh, that her availability to do the Manic Monday show is impossible right now. Um, but we are hoping that um, she'll be able to return soon. Of course, we all understand what, you know, everyone has to work and support themselves. So we just hope that the long hours that she's putting in, that's keeping her away, will end soon so she can come back and do Manic Mondays with us real soon. Uh, in the meantime, I'm absolutely thrilled that we have Ronnie Talbot from Season 11 
stepping in as our guest host tonight, and he's going to have an incredible special guest. And I know everyone loves her because she won America's Favorite House Guest in Big Brother Season 21, um, the smart, adorable, lovable Nicole Anthony will be here tonight to talk about her time on Big Brother 21 and what she's been up to since she's been out of the show. Um, we've already received some great questions from fans, but we also love to hear from everyone calling in. So um, if you'd like to call in and ask Nicole and uh, Ronnie questions, feel free to call in at one. 347-237-5506. Just um, have your best questions asked, uh, that you want to ask first, prepared and ready to go, because we may have time constraints on, on tonight's show. So we may only be able to let you ask one question um, per caller. So we'll see how time goes. But um, once you're on our switchboard, please remember to press the number one key. That just lets us know that you're ready to um join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard because we do have fans who call in and just listen from the switchboard. Uh, sometimes they're just driving home from work or calling in and listening, you know, while, while they work out at the gym or cooking dinner, whatever they might be doing. And they listen from our switchboard. So those people don't press one, the people that want to call in and, and join us on air, press the number one key. And that lets us know that those people want to come on and talk to us. So that's how we do things here. Um, but we do have a number of callers already, so I'm going to bring up our host first, and let's talk to Ronnie and welcome him. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? It's so good to have you back. Hi, Terry. Oh, I'm so excited to be back. I am so excited to talk to Nicole. I can't even stand it. I am I'm ready. I have been thinking about this since I feel so honored that you and Michelle asked me to guest host, and I love Manic Mondays and the Rad Reality. You know I since. You guys, you were the first place I went when I was evicted. And Big Brother 11, you're a very special home to me, and I am so honored you asked me. So thank you, guys, from the bottom of my heart for that. Thank you. Wow. You're very, very special to us, Ronnie, in so many ways. And I'm so, so grateful to you for being here. Um, if Michelle couldn't do the show, you would definitely be the next choice, Um that's how special you are in our hearts too, because I mean, you were that, that special to Ron and to me and I just adore you and I, I love oh. you and your family. And oh, thank you. We love you. It, it's that match made in heaven. So I'm so glad you're back. And I can't wait to talk to Nicole and find out how she's been doing. Um, yes. So many people loved her throughout big brother 21. I know my house was a Nicole Stan house. I told Bentham, we stand Nicole, Big Brother 21. <laughs> Absolutely. I need to screen a few calls, so I'm going to bring up um, okay. one of our callers who is Callie and let you talk to Callie while I go and screen some callers and see who we have on our switchboard, okay? okay. Sounds great. All right. Here, here is Callie. Callie. Uh, here's Ronnie to talk to Ronnie while I go and screen some callers and see who we have on our switchboard, okay? Okay. Okay. Hi, Kelly. Hi, what is up? Not much. What are you doing this fine evening? Not much. I'm just going to say, um, I was going to say, it's funny because I actually, not too long ago, my, I had my best friend watch a season of Big Brother. Big Brother 11 was our first season. Aw. Because I'm like, this season's the most dramatic <laughs> has the best drama. <laughs> we had our fair share of fights, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a good so, season. So are you Big Brother? Eleven was your first. Did you watch every season since? Yeah, um, Big Brother Twelve was actually my first season with the show and feeds, but I went back and like watched most every other season and have okay. watched feeds and the show since. So what was the most shocking, since you watched them in reverse, when you went back and rewatched the earlier seasons, what was the most shocking? Because the show has kind of changed over the years. Yeah. So what, like, what shocked you the most? Kind of like how small the house was in the earlier seasons, like when it was like one story. Yeah. And like how cheap the competitions used to be. Because it was mm -hmm. like, let's be on a basketball court and 
answer questions and move forward one step. I was like, this is a really sad setup. Oh yeah. What, what, when I was in the house, the thing that absolutely stunned me first and foremost was how they absolutely transformed the backyard now. I mean, they completely yeah. changed it. It doesn't even look like you're in the same place. But they yeah. do a great job of that. So They really do. So, And you're a huge Nicole fan, I take it? I am. Good. Good, yeah. My family, we, we love Nicole from day one, before they, whenever they introduced the house guests. I told my wife, I said, ah, I got a root for her. She does the same thing I do. She works in education. She's she's got that nerdy quality, which is awesome. I was like, that's it. Yeah. I'm rooting for Nicole till the end, all the way. Speaking so, of Nicole, really sad. we oh. have Nicole on the switchboard. So I am so proud, so thrilled, and just you know, I think this is how we we want to bring her on. Here we go. With a great big cheer, we have the amazing Nicole Anthony with us from Big Brother 21. Thank you so much, Nicole, for being here with us tonight. Hello. Thank you guys so freaking much. Wow. I'm Okay. I'm so honored because, Ronnie, you were on the first season I ever watched, so I'm very starstruck right now. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Nicole, you're too nice. I'm starstruck because I'm not kidding when I say my whole household, myself, my wife, and my two-year-old son stand you hardcore this whole summer. We we wow. adore you. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I appreciate that so much. Ah. <laughs> and my we household, too. You, and, <laughs> well, you thank played you. such a good game. You played such a good game, Nicole. Seriously. I appreciate that. Just... Man, I, I can't, and, and even the parents of my students would come in throughout the summer and message me on Facebook, and they would tell me how much they were rooting for you. Wow, that, oh my gosh, that never ceases to just amaze me, and I still wrap my head around half of it, so that's just so amazing, thank you. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you're a genuine person, and you were so sincere, so genuine, you wore your heart on your sleeve, and that that really resonated with a lot of people, Nicole. Oh, uh, that's the thing. Like I always say, like I am what I am. I don't know how to put on a facade. I don't know how to put on a mask. I'm just me all the time, whether it be good, bad, or ugly. <laughs> that's the way to be. Yep. So true. I'm just going to dive in here, Nicole, because I have a ton of questions. And nice. the people on Twitter sent me and Miss Terry as well a lot of questions, and I don't know if we're going to be able to get through all of them. Okay. So I'm going to hit the biggest ones. But first, I want to ask a question that, as both a fan and a and former house guest myself, I have to know. Okay. Was this your first time auditioning for the show? No, this was actually my second. So I sent in an audition video last year. And did not hear anything back, nothing. No phone call, no email, nothing. Um, and then I sent in a video this year and kind of was expecting to hear back, you know, around like April time because that's what people say. And I didn't hear anything. And I was like, oh, darn, it's probably not my chance this year. And then it was like mid-May and I was sitting at work on my cell phone looking up the Toads native of Long Island for the preschool. <laughs> so trying to adopt Toads for the preschool. So I was doing some research. And my phone rang from California, and the rest is history. <laughs> there you go. See, I'm always, wow. interested, I'm always interested to hear the story of how people got on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really interested. Because, see, me, it took me four tries. So Nicole's better than I am. It took me four tries to get on the show. Wow. So, yeah. But I never heard anything until 11, not even a phone call, like what you had with this one. I, not even a callback yeah. at all whatsoever. So. Yes, and I know sometimes people talk about how, oh, I got to finals the first time, then I got mm-hmm. on the show. Like, I first time was absolutely nothing. But as long if you believe it and you're persistent, it's like, come on, it has to happen. So the second time, I was like, right. come on. Yeah, and, and that's what I tell people. They they ask why I kept going. I said, I wanted to be on the show, and you can't get on yep. if you don't audition. So no, it's so true. If you don't want it, you have to do it. You have to keep applying. Yes. Because you never know what they're going to look for. And just because one season you don't get on, you might get on the next. You never know. 
Yep, it's so true, so true. It's, it's all a big puzzle. They're looking for who fits together, maybe mm-hmm. who doesn't fit together, and they're, they're looking for all those puzzle pieces. Right, exactly. So uh, I just I have to know because I, people are interested, and I've been – gosh, I have so many questions I want to ask. This will be the last one of mine, I promise, <laughs> and then we'll move on to everyone else's. That's so fine. you work in education. What yeah. is it exactly you, you you work in a correct me if I'm wrong because I, I do you work in a special education room is that what I remember or pre-K? Yes, yeah, so I work in a special education preschool. So it is oh, preschool. Is, yeah, I love that, Nicole. I do that. I work in special education too. Wow. Did you know that? It's, yeah, you know it's just, it's just so rewarding all the time. It is, but challenging, but so rewarding. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, Cherry, oh, Nicole could not be more perfect. I'm telling you, Nicole, this is like I I agree, I agree. <laughs> Callie, we have you on the line as well. Did you have a question that you'd like to ask, Nicole? Yeah, first of all, I was a huge fan during the season, and after you know, I was rooting for you and um, everyone, like Kimmy and them, and then they started leaving, and I was yeah. like, you were like my last hope, and I voted for you for America's Fave, like, every day. And my question is, what is your favorite, what is the first thing you bought with um, the America's Favorite money? Ooh. Oh, my God. That's a tremendous question. So the first thing I bought was, and it's so funny because I actually got more today, I stopped at the Dollar Tree with all my prize buddies, <laughs> and for a dollar, <laughs> I bought myself unicorn poop. <laughs> oh. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Oh, man. Too cute. <laughs> love it. Too cute. And I actually got more oh. today. I think it's it's kind of like borderline obsession now. It's probably a problem, but I love unicorn poop. <laughs> it's marshmallow goodness. Doesn't like <laughs> I saw you tweeted about the person in the unicorn costume that was uh, plowing yes. their driveway. So I hadn't heard about that, and I had a me is this you is this you i think this is you i'm like what are they talking about because you know i'm still learning twitter but i learned if you scroll up you could see the beginning of the tweet so i scrolled up Mm -hmm. and i see somebody in a unicorn costume snow blowing their driveway and this woman is tremendous like i want to meet this woman i want to shake her hand and i want to borrow her costume (laughs) because that is so so freaking like i wish it was me i wish i had thought of that but we didn't get snow yet so maybe that's why i didn't think of it Well, you can, you can find, I'm sure you can find on the internet and get yourself one for when you do get snow. Yes. <laughs> You're ready to go. I'm ready to get them. So, like, you just, like, go past my house and there's five unicorns outside. Love it. <laughs> and you can use some of your, your winning money to order yourself a unicorn costume. Yes. I'll get Dad a new snowblower. I'll get us each a unicorn costume. I'll get four shovels. And be I love it. Up. The whole synchronized thing. Maybe we can have like a routine planned and everything. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Callie, was that your question, Callie? Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Callie. Thank you. And thank you for voting for me. I love you. <laughs> love you, too. So, so, Nicole, in in a nutshell, why don't you tell everyone, what have you been with you since? Big Brother 21. Oh, what did you say? Has it been since? Oh, boy. What have you been okay. up to? Like, what have you oh. been doing since you got out of the house? Nicole, Nicole has been trying <laughs> trying to adjust to the very bizarre world of social media and traveling. Uh-huh. Like I said, before going into the house, I had never been on a plane. So that was my first plane trip, obviously my first time in California. And since being in the house, I have flown out of the country to Canada, which required me getting a passport. Um, I have been to Tennessee. I have been to Kentucky. I got myself a credit card, which I never had. I know, I'm behind the – I understand. I'm a little slow, (laughs) but I just got a credit card. (laughs) I got an Instagram. I got a Twitter, and I'm navigating those, I think, successfully. (laughs) So it's been a very – it's been a change of pace, to say the least. I'm sure. And it, it's a whirlwind. For those of you listening, uh, I think Nicole will support this year. It is quite the whirlwind, your first year out of the house. 
it, it it's a lot to take in because especially when you made it to as far as Nicole did to to the very end of the game because whereas I was evicted last spot before jury. I could mm-hmm. watch it play out, and, and I kind of had a, a leg up on adjusting. But, Nicole, you were thrust right back in, and you had no idea what was going on. And so you're play, you had to play super catch-up. What was that like? Oh, man. I always, I always say, and I guess obviously I'm biased because I'm me, but, you know, the pre-jurors, you know, they went home obviously early. The people that went to jury had time to decompress in jury or, you know, in sequester or whatnot. Me, Mickey, and Holly, we went from 99 days living with the same people, game, 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 to all of a sudden, outside in the real world, here's your family, here's friends, here's fans, which I wasn't expecting, and you're still in this mindset of, wait, last night I was in the Big Brother house playing the game, hoping to Mm -hmm. win, and now all of a sudden say I'm not in the game. So it's this weird, it's like a collision of worlds. Like, when I was on that stage right. and I saw my mom and my sisters, it was just this overwhelming, oh, my gosh, they exist. So you, it's just this bombardment of everything. And I'm not I ashamed can't to say, imagine. when you choked up, I cried. I, my wife and I both teared up when you choked up, Nicole, when you saw your family. Oh, my gosh. I watched back the footage, and I get choked up because, like I said, that moment, it's, it sounds horrible, but it's almost like death. Like, you're separated from everybody you love for so long and you have no contact with them. And mm-hmm. it sounds stupid, but I was like, are they even watching? Do they? It sounds horrible, but I was like, are they watching? I don't know. And to be ripped out of it after like 100 days, basically, and then you see the familiar people, you go, oh, my oh my God, that's them. It's so, it's, it's freaky. I can't even describe it. It is the freakiest feeling, and that's why I reacted the way I did. Well, you, I mean, days in there seems like an eternity because, Absolutely. right? It seems like an eternity in there because you have no TV, you have no, you know, radio, you have no like entertainment or anything except for just talking yeah. to each other and thinking about the game. Even I'm sure the time I mean, passes so slowly, and there, so there 100 days in there really seems the like forever. Yep, there is compared no to a hundred days out here. Day. Yep, yep, absolutely. And that's what we always said in the house. We were like, we have no sense of what time it is, what day it is. Mm-hmm. And you think about like your daily life, you know, how many hours you might spend like on your cell phone before you fall asleep, or oh, I'm bored, I'm gonna go to the store, I'm bored, I'm gonna go to like a baseball game or whatever. When you're in that house, right. there is nothing to distract you except for each other. And now imagine of those fifteen other people, you lose one a week. So if, it's, if you're bored at 15, then there's 10, then there's five, then it's final three. And you're just, they, like, there's nothing else to do but think about game and think about each other and get paranoid and perseverate about things and freak out. Oh, my God, I'm messing this up. It's, it's a very bizarre but amazing experience. Uh, the way I always describe it is um, to people is this. If you think about working with someone, you work an eight-hour shift, five days a week, so you spend 40 hours a week around a coworker, times four weeks on average in a month, that's 160 hours you spend with that person. That's one mm-hmm. week in the Big Brother house, one week, because yeah. you never, ever leave their presence, as you know, Nicole. You never well, leave their presence. Lord knows you want to. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, but you don't. So you yep. get a month and a week, and – I mean, Nicole, you were in there for 13 weeks, so you had over a year worth, over a year worth of spending time with these people if you yep. had worked with them. Isn't that crazy? It, I think it was on Mickey who had also done that math while we were in the house, and I remember always as a fan watching the show, because, you know, you turn on your TV, you watch it for an hour with commercials, you turn off your TV, it's over. Like, even if you're thinking right. about the game, it's over. Like, you're living your life, you don't realize those people are still in the house still arguing or still flirting yep. or still talking. And I used to watch the fan and be like, you know, how are they so close or how are they touching each other or how are they all laying on top of each other like puppies? And coming from me, this is a big thing to say, like I get it now. When you're around people 24-7, you become like family. You become each other's comfort systems. Yep. Even if they're your enemy, you, like you need each other. And it's, it's like an apocalyptic world. Like you only have each other. Yep. 
It's so true. That is absolutely the truth. And and Nicole hit the nail on the head. That it for people like how did like you said, Nicole, how did they get so close? Well, you spend nonstop around each other except for when yep. you're asleep. And yep. so and you make bonds and everything. Yep, and you see, like, the good, the bad, the ugly. Like, you think about you meet up with your friends, like, one hour on Friday, one hour Saturday. Yeah, but for the most part, you get, like, you, you pull your stuff together. Like, we see each mm-hmm. other when we first wake up. We ch- see each other when we're sick, when we haven't showered, mm-hmm. when we have showered. You know, when we're in a towel because we just got out of the shower. <laughs> so you, see, you know each other so well. I, I remember week three, Shima was complaining about Russell eating all the eggs. I was like, now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Did you have anything yeah. like that when you were in the house that people thought just that day to day day to day life stuff like so and so's eating too much steak, so and so's eating too much tuna or something yeah. like that? Oh yeah, I know, um try without trying to say names, you know, people would get annoyed that dirty trays were left on top of the oven or mm-hmm. the sink left full of dirty dishes, or a certain someone didn't cook but also didn't clean, and how dare you not contribute to the household, or someone left too many peanut butter jars in the refrigerator, or someone left hair in the sink, or toothpaste in the sink, and I never <laughs> let that kind of stuff bother me, and I think, Ronnie, you can agree with this. I think it comes from working in an education setting, especially special education. You just don't let things bother you. Exactly. <laughs> like, so true. Yes. Some people, they would let the littlest things bother them, and I'm like, it's not worth it, especially in a game setting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I hadn't really thought of it at the time, but you're absolutely right, Nicole. Coming from that background, yep. um, I always say a lot of things have to blip much harder to show up on my radar. You know what I mean? Like, they they have to be a bigger impact for me to go, oh, okay, that's something that bothers me. That's exactly how I am. Can we take another call? Sure. Sure. Awesome. We have a call. She's been waiting for just a little while. Her name is Angie, and she sent some of the questions in uh, on Twitter. So, hi, Angie. You're on with Nicole and Ronnie. Hi, Angie. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Jerry. Hi, this is Angie from Calgary, Canada. I think you know who yes. I am. Mm-hmm. How are yeah. you? Good, good. Um, Nicole, in your short life so far, what would be on the gag reel of your life? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, man. How long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> I would say I at least do one thing a day that could be added to the gag reel. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't, I guess most recently, um, like I fell two days ago because I was like doing something on my cell phone and I was laughing so hard and I just fell. Just, I guess got all my motor planning went into laughing that I forgot how to sit and I just fell. <laughs> I was sitting by the fireplace. Like I legit just fell. Like, I don't know where the motor planning went. <laughs> so the gag reel of my life is extremely full for the 25 years I've lived. Um, I think it's more like a gag <laughs> series. We're probably on like the fifth disc by now. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So I you know, have another question or three or four, don't you? Don't you oh, Angie? you want me to ask another one? Sure, go ahead. All right, if you uh if you're selected for a Big Brother All-Stars, who would you love to play against and then ultimately back that? Oh. Mm. Oh, man. Okay. Or so who, who would you would just want to get a cash with? <laughs> okay. <laughs> who would I want to put the cash with? I don't know if we want to put Nicole out there to possibly – because I think we're going to see her in the future someday. So I don't want to put her in a bad place for a future season if she plays again, when she plays again. But who would you love to play with? Oh, man. Okay, so this, here's my answer to everything, and this poor man's ears are probably ringing, but my answer is Paul. I Really? Because I, I never watch the live feeds. I just watch the show. As a lover of the show – I absolutely adored him. I loved his game style. I loved the way he spoke in the diary room and just like unapologetically 
manipulative, which, yeah, oh, no, manipulation is bad. Yeah, but I guess because I'm not that way, I find it so admirable that someone's able to turn on, like, that game mode in their mind and just, like, convince people to do things. Like, I don't know, it's amazing. I would like to see his mind in action. Not what I was expecting at all. (laughs) No, that's what people say. I guess we're, like, very different, but I admire the guy. I would love to see if he could get to second place again. Uh, that would be that'd be history to make it to the second place a third time, right? That was no one's ever made the finals three times. Dan made it twice and won once, but uh, That's, it would it'd be interesting to see if Paul could get there a third time and maybe win this time. That w- that would be very interesting to see. I would just like to make it to the final two. I was almost there, so close, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> we were so rude. I mean, there's a parent of one of my students who adores you just as much as we do, and he, he came running up. He's like, do you know who, who – this was, of course, in the fall, you know, not long ago. And he was mm-hmm. like, do you know who won? Do you know who, I, don't, I normally don't spoil myself, but do you know who won? Who won? I was like, I haven't found out yet. Oh. We were rooting for an HH win so you could get there. I know. I was so close. Oh. I can't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you oh, have another gosh. question? I know. Or? Um, I'm a very firm believer that things, like, work out the way they're meant to. And I think, you know, I think I was, like, meant to, I made it to finale, which was my ultimate goal as, like, somebody with OCD. Mm -hmm. Like, I was in the house all 99 days. I walked out the same day as Mickey and Holly, and I think that's a big feat. And then I won AFP, which was above and beyond anything I could have wished for. So I think, yeah, I think it was, like, meant to be. I understand that feeling. Sure. So what shocked you the most then? Um, yeah, I'm here, Cherry. Go ahead. Um, Ronnie had a question, so I was going to yep. see if you had another question, yep. but Ronnie asked a, a question, so go ahead. Uh, Nicole, what I was one know is, you know, you said, you like you said, you were there all 99 days. You walked out yep. just really 20, 30 minutes before they did, you know? Yep. So what was it the most, surprising to you to find out what because when you're in the house I list the perceptions of what you think the audience may think of certain of the game in certain ways but what stunned you the most oh, to man. find out about it's how a, they viewed the cast um it's hard to explain and hopefully like you'll understand what I'm saying I think the hard like the weirdest thing for me was it sounds so stupid, but America knowing everything that happened. So when I was sitting on the stage and like, obviously I know about the whole like HOH incident when everybody was upset with me. Cause I remember obviously that week being hurt and being upset and crying all week and feeling very embarrassed, but I got past it. Me and my housemates, we got past it. So it was very weird like to sit on the stage and hear Julie say, all right, week four, the big HOA, I was like, oh, my God. And I remember sitting there, like, embarrassed, like, oh, my God, my family saw this. The people in the audience saw this. Oh, my gosh, fans saw this. So I think what shocked me was because you're living it, you don't realize people are seeing it. I don't know. It sounds stupid. But, like, knowing that America saw, like, such an embarrassing low point for me, I was like, oh, damn, that's that's tough that my family had to watch that. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're, you're right. You, you know, I, I can I understand exactly what you, you mean because, again, I wasn't in there that long, but from people talking to you from many other seasons that have been in there that long, that's just a common feeling that they kind of, like you said, it becomes their life for so long that they yeah. kind of, it's an afterthought to realize people watch that, you know? Yeah especially yeah. something that happened earlier in the season. Cause like you're right. living it. So you, you move past it and you move on and you know, you become friendly with the people and people apologize to you. And then to hear it, like not rehash, but hear it brought up and hear that America is not happy. It's like, Oh, Oh crap. Like that's like a thing. Like, uh, it's very weird. Right. Sure. Well, do we have another color chair? Is Angie still in line? I think Angie's still with yeah. us. Did you have one more question, Angie? Yeah, sure. Hey, Nicole, what does your uh, family think of all the fans and adoration that you have right now? Good That's question. a great question. <laughs> um, I would say they're kind of like me in the sense that, like, we have our good days and we have our bad days. 
So, like, you know, there's days where they're like, oh, my God, this is so great. Like, good for you. You know, you do you. Go fly across the country. Go fly here. Go have an event there. But there's also days like me where they're like, you know what? We miss you. You know, we want you home. Like, you, like, you know, my, there's, there's moments where, like, my attention is split or my time is split, and I feel it. And I think that's what's tough, like, when they feel it, like, oh, Nicole's not home again, or Nicole's not, like, mentally checked in right now because she's busy doing something. So, like, I know they love it. Like, they love when we're out and about and people stop us to take pictures. Cause they lo- fans love them as much as they love me, and rightfully so. My family's amazing. <laughs> but so they love all that kind of stuff. But I think, it, it, you know, it has its moments of, like, whoa, this is a lot. Because fans also know them, they get attention, too. So it could also be a lot. Sometimes yeah, that's you can't eat dinner people... without 14 interruptions and <laughs> that kind of thing, I'm sure. <laughs> I would, and I would say that people don't think about yeah, the it's typically like one or two people at least, like every outing, where it's like, Nicole? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then you're like, do they know me? <laughs> and, you know, Nicole, you're so memorable. I don't think that's going to be going away anytime soon. So you should buckle up. It's no. going to be around for probably the rest of your life. Remember you. I mean, you you see, because as a fan of the show, and I'm sure you're coming, going through this process also. I had this thing where, like I said, being a super fan, I I still am starstruck by talking to my fellow house guests because I I, I'm still just a West Virginian nerd, and I I think about. I mean, it's hard for me to still wrap my mind around. These are my friends. This is my family. These people that I watch, you know. Absolutely. So, and I, I, Angie, thank I you so much for calling in, hon. All right. Thank um, you. Thank you so much. Have a good show. Thank you. you. But yeah, your family. Questions. Oh yeah, your family will never quite get get used to it. I don't think. I still, I when I go through airports. I still encounter people. And so, Nicole, you're going to have it forever and always. So. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not going to go. I mean, I'm, I'm old news. I was on the show 10 years ago. 10 years ago. And if they wow. remember me, they're going to remember you, Nicole, forever and always. Because you uh-huh. did way better than I did. And, and I'm telling you, they'll oh. remember you. Oh, it's so weird. I don't know. See, I'm just, I still think myself, I'm just Nicole, you know? So when people are like, hey, I'm always like, hey. And I'm like, oh, crap, you know me. Like, I don't know. Because I'm always excited to meet people, and I I think they're more amazing than I am. And then they're like, oh, you're amazing. And I'm like, oh, wow, you know me. Oh, that's right. I was on a show. So (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It hasn't sucked it for me. I understand. Um, (laughs) So something though, a lot of people do say this, and I, I think this is something that you're going to agree is very true for you. Some people learn a lot learn a lot about themselves when they're on the show. So um, looking yeah, back, extremely. what did you learn about yourself? Oh my gosh. Okay. I oh my god, this is a, this is a very loaded question. I felt very stuck, not stuck in a bad way, but I felt kind of stuck in my life prior to going on the show and I knew there was a lot of downtime and a lot of thinking time and I'd be able to sort through some things but I didn't realize how much and just being in the house and you know I walked into the house and I'm like I'm quirky and I am I'm me and nobody's going to put me down and I'm confident and I'm unapologetic and moving into that new environment with you know seven beautiful women eight gorgeous men I was, I fell back into like a personality that I did, I thought I got past, like, you know, in high school, I thought I got past in college. And it forced me to say, oh, damn, maybe I'm not as confident as I preach, or maybe I'm not as like, you know, sure of myself as I claim to be. And going through the process enabled me to say like, no, like I'm, I'm Nicole and that's okay. I don't want to play like never have I ever. And that's not there's something wrong with me it's okay because that's me and Mm -hmm. just going through the process taught me so much about actually practicing what I preached. And I realized how much I told people like, be you, be unique, be a butterfly. And 
I wasn't even doing that myself. Like I re- it made me really look at myself and look at what I was telling other people to do and what I was claiming to be. And it made me realize like, wow, I really need to work on myself and accept myself and love myself. And it sounds so cliche and stupid, but the journey taught me to love myself. And it was oh, amazing. You know, I'm, I'm, I love hearing you say that because I think it echoes. And again, I, I keep circling back. People who work in education have to be a lot of things to a lot of children. And yes. I think it takes a personality type like what you have, I have, and, and all educators have, where you you are you kind of forget about yourself and you focus on others so many that you forget about yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know you're, you're right. Uh, and and I have to say, Nicole, and I'm sure Cherry, you will agree with this. It really t- what kept us tuning in beyond just loving the game. It really was you, Nicole, because you went through a whole arc at that house. You had oh, all man. Their absolutely best alliance name in the history of the game. Come at me, bro. <laughs> the Fellowship of the Zing. Best alliance yep. name ever. Whenever I heard that, my <laughs> wife said, "Oh, dang it! It's amazing." I said, "I know it is. It's so good. Right? <laughs> well, it's okay, amazing. That's for it because <laughs> it was amazing. But then, but then you lost allies, and then and then you you had your moments where you down, but then you and you made new allies and you kept going. So what was it like to go through that entire emotional experience? I think Nicole, like five years ago, would be like, oh, my God, that was like the hardest thing ever. Um, I don't know how I would have done it. Maybe I even would have like quit the show. I don't know. But I think going through a similar, like, a similar um, like roller coaster, I guess you would say, like at one point in my life a few years ago, where I was, you know, misjudged by someone right in the beginning and treated very poorly and in a very low spot. And because of the support of my family, like I got through it and I, I became a stronger person. I think that enabled me to go through it in the Big Brother house. And obviously I had my low days and I had very a very hard time, you know, in the beginning of the game and losing allies and not particularly being liked by a large group of people and being very down on myself. But I think having like those past experiences helped me say like, no, I can get through this again. Like, yes, I've been wrongfully judged. Like, yes, I'm being scapegoated, but I can get past this. Then I lost allies. And I'm like, no, I'm not alone. I can get past this. So it was just a matter of like, always moving forward. And it was very difficult at times. I'd be lying to say it wasn't. It was extremely difficult at times, but I was always like, keep your eyes forward. Get where you're meant to be. You'll get there. Mhm. I love it. I love it, Nicole. I love seeing players that when they're when the chips are, you know, on the table and the t- and everything's down, they just yep. keep fighting. They just yep. keep going. Oh. oh yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, granted, it was different because I did it to myself, but. You know, I always love finding out what people learn about themselves because I never thought I'd learn anything about myself going in the house. Never. I thought, oh, I'm going to be manipulative. I'm going to backstab. I'm that person mm-hmm. you're talking about where I want to turn on the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. so I went in there to do that. And when everything was down, all of a sudden I realized I don't have my wife. I can't talk yeah. to her. Wow, and wow. and that's, when it cra- that's when it crashed down on me. I was like, oh, my God, she's my best friend. And I never even mm-hmm. consciously realized that. Yep. Absolutely. So oh, I, my God. I'm making me emotional. It, <laughs> so I know exactly what you're saying about keep going. That's why when, when you – I love that you kept going. I love that you made it as far as you did. I wanted you to win. But I was like, she's got to she, – my wife and I both said she's got to win. She's got to win because she oh. keeps fighting. You kept going, and thank you for that, because so many times nominees or people who don't have allies in the game, they just kind of give up, you know what I mean? Yep. So thank and you for not giving long, up. I had a low point in that game where I was in the DR for hours crying, and I said, I came here to play, not to compete. I love this game, but I'm not ruthless like these people. I'm not built for this. I'm not meant for this. I have too much empathy. I didn't think my empathy would get in the way, and I, I had a rough go at, you know, but pick myself up by the bootstraps and it was like, no, I worked too hard to get here. 
I'm yes. still here. It could still work. It could still happen. <laughs> right. So who do you talk to from your past? Um, I would actually argue that I talk to almost everybody. Granted, it's like differing degrees. Um, there's some people that I only talk with, like, you know, on social media or, you know, on thanks like on Thanksgiving, I messaged all 15 of them. So I got like a screenshot oh. of me as a person from the season and I sent it to them and I told them that I'm thankful for them. So I spoke to everybody um, on Thanksgiving because everybody had contacted me back. Um, so, I mean, I talked to some people more, but I would like to think I'm going to keep in touch with everybody. I know that's my even wishful thinking, but I love them all. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why she was America's favorite house guest. She is amazing. Nicole. Uh, I know it comes across like naive and stupid. I understand that, but like I seriously love all 15 of them. Whether or not they love me back, it's too bad. They're stuck with me forever. (laughs) See, that's not naive and stupid, Nicole. That's being an awesome person. That's what that is. That's being an awesome Uh, person. Oh, I appreciate that. How could you not love Nicole? That's right. Everybody did. There's been people. We have another caller, if you don't mind. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Okay, this time we have Susan calling in. Hi, Susan. Hi, Susan. Uh, Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Nicole. How y'all doing? Good. Doing great. I've got to ask, Ronnie, how's that baby? Well, he's not a baby anymore. Oh, but. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I can't believe he's turning three in five months. Where has oh life gone? Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, re- oh my Lord. <laughs> it seems like he yeah. was just gosh. born. <laughs> I-, I can't believe it was right after Big three? Brother. Yeah, it was right after Big Brother 11 <gasps> that the, the doctors told my wife that we would never be able to have children, ever. Oh, and then now he's getting ready to turn three. Crazy. That's so crazy. Oh. Wow. But when you were saying, Ronnie, I'm, I'm sorry, I know Nicole's the guest, but you, when you were mentioning, you know, you realized that your wife was your best friend, I, I remember watching you in the HOH room with tears because oh. you were missing her so bad and you wanted, you needed her at that moment. And that just yeah. really impressed me. <laughs> I walked out of the bathroom and I looked at the picture in my HOH of her holding her cat Molly, whom I'm looking at right now. She's she's right here with me. <laughs> and in that moment, everything came crashing down because when you killed mm-hmm. sequester at that point in time, I was like 26 days or so mm-hmm. away from even having spoken to her. And Nicole knows what that's like being yeah. away oh, yeah. from. I mean, even sequester is awful because you don't talk to oh, your family or anything. So, but yeah. Uh, so, what's your question and, for Nicole? Yeah, Nicole, I also want to mention what Nicole wrote on, I believe it was, I saw it on Instagram, what you were thankful for for each guest, what you learned from each guest, house yes. guest. And that was just so touching, so beautiful. Uh, that just, I, I had tears going through scrolling, you know, to each one, reading it. I just thought it was just so sweet and precious. Um, but I guess, I don't know if they addressed any of the questions or not. Um, what do you miss most about being inside the house? Good question. I would say I miss, like, it sounds dumb, but game aside, I miss being with everybody. Like, obviously not when we were all fighting. That's besides the point. But I think <laughs> with fighting aside, like, we, were, we are, I would, I would argue, a very close cast. So I miss, like, you, I can leave the RV and go hang out with, like, Kemi outside or go hang out with, like, Ovi in the hammock or, or go talk to Cliff or, you know what I mean? Like, there was always somebody to hang out with. Like, you went from room to room, and it's like, oh, there's Nick, there's Christy, there's Sam, there's Tommy. Like, there was always somebody to sit with and hang out with and talk, talk to, and I think I miss just always having a friend in every room. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Right. <laughs> oh, that makes, oh, yeah, it no, makes no, perfect no. sense. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, I'm, I'm dreaming about going on that show so bad. <laughs> like, I want to go, but I'm thinking, okay, I'm getting too old for this. I don't think I could do it. But now then Chris comes on. Like, okay, maybe I How can. You're um, <laughs> never too old to be on Big Brother. How old was Jerry yeah. on 10? Uh, Jerry was 87. Was he that old? 
I, I don't remember him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, I think he's still to date the oldest house guest. Yeah, I think Jerry was like 87, I think, when he was on there. It's amazing. Yeah, that was, boy, he was tough, though. I mean, I don't know if I could do what he did, but um, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, he was 75. I just looked at it. He 75. was 75. Okay. Yep. 75. Wow. Yeah, if there was one thing you could change, Nicole, what would it be? About my game or just in general? About, about, about the game. Okay. Like, would you let the couple go to the end? <laughs> like, the couple is going to the end. No way. No. <laughs> I would say, like, oh, with the whole, like, Holly versus Tommy thing, like, maybe see how the Tommy route would go. But the thing is, like, there's no way of knowing that, so I don't regret that. I would say I wish I, wish I had – more, and I guess it's smart to lay low in the beginning, but I wish I didn't lay as low that early in the game. Like, when I found out, like, Chrissy was going to put up Kemi, I was like, oh, no, I need to fix this. I need to fix this. And I knew enough to deflect from Kemi, but I didn't realize that I should have shined the light on somebody else. So when she was like, I'm not putting up Kemi, I was like, good. And then she was like, I'm putting up Ovi. I was like, crap. Like, I should have <laughs> thought ahead more. I should have thought ahead more. Given her another like, option. Give a name. Yeah. You, you definitely, definitely became America's sweetheart. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's no question about that. And, yes, I agree with Ronnie. You should have won. We wanted you to win. <laughs> I wanted to win, too. <laughs> you wanted to win. So have you bought a car yet? You were talking about you wanted to get a car maybe for you. Have you Not decided yet. on that yet? But I I got a credit card, so I'm building credit so that when I go there to get a actually get it. <laughs> well, don't go, go crazy with the credit cards. I know. I'm, I'm being very uh, level-headed on Amazon and Hot Topic. I'm doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, don't, get bo- love don't get bored one night and go, oh, let's go to Amazon. Oh, let's go. There's a shop. Let's go. <laughs> it happens a little bit on Cyber Monday, but just a little bit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, guys. I know y'all fixing the end, um, but I did send you a, a DM, um, Nicole. Maybe you'll see it. Maybe you won't. It's my Christmas wish list. Hello. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was on. I think it was on Twitter. It was on Twitter. Um, anyway, y'all have a great night. Stay warm. Um, I know it's cold where I'm at. It's cold where y'all are at. Everyone, just stay warm. Oh, uh, you as well. You too. Oh, thank, thank you, Susan. Again, I got it. Uh, you're welcome, Sherry. Good night, too. Ronnie and Michelle. You too. Right. Nicole, I'm sorry, not Michelle, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Good night. How much time do we have left, Sherry? Pardon me? Um, we've got a few minutes still. Go ahead. Do you miss? All right. Well, since we're coming down to towards the end here, I, I just have a, a one last question, and then uh, Nicole, I, I'm going to make you do it. I'm going to have you tell us all what you want us to take away from this, and how everyone can follow you on social media and keep okay. up in touch with everything you're doing. Okay. okay. My oh, final okay. question is this: What was when you're in you're in the house? Okay, because everyone okay. has this. What was the one food from home that you're like, holy crap, I can't have this, and you wanted? Oh, that's a great question. Hold on. I, I know it was something because I always bitched about it in my head. <laughs> oh, sushi. Yes. Oh, like, my gosh. Like, that's exactly what I thought. Sushi. When like, I was I don't make sushi, but we order sushi. So, like, I missed sushi so freaking much. Mhm. I get it all the time now. Cause I, I have a question so for you as well before sure. you go. And this is something I, I ask a lot of people. Um, since you've been out of the house, what has been the most amazing thing that a fan has done for you since you've been out? Oh, really oh, good question. Man. So I received a present in my P.O. box the other day. And don't get me wrong, I love everything my fans send me. I love all the letters. I love any and all presents. Like, I don't expect them, and they're all tremendous. But I had 
a fan. His name is Kevin. And he sent me a shirt that says, You Are My Sunshine, which was my Aww. dad's mom's song. Oh. And had Snoopy and Woodstock on it, which was my dad's sister's favorite characters. And both of them are passed on now. So that shirt just meant the world to me. And you guys know how much sunflowers mean to me because of my mom's mom. So the shirt all together with the sunflower and the lyric and the imagery, I lost it crying. And then he also sent me a monkeys ring. So like the 60s group, the monkeys, which I'm absolutely obsessed mm-hmm. with. He had sent me a Mickey DeLenz ring, which I've been trying to get on eBay for years. So I don't even know how he knew. To open up something so meaningful that, like, related to my grandmother, my other grandma, and my aunt, like, I just lost it crying, and then to get, like, a monkey's ring, like, oh, my God, this person knows me better than I know myself. So I think that was just such an amazing present to open and be like, oh wow. Oh, my like, gosh. That's, that's amazing. so genuine. Oh, that is so awesome. That's so great. I love to wow. hear the stories of what fans do for – Mm-hmm. The Big Brother, you know, yep. com- community. It's just we love people that are on Big Brother so much, and sometimes you touch our hearts more than than you know. And fans can be so amazing, and Absolutely. they do some of the most amazing things for the Big Brother people. And it's just the stories that I've heard by asking that one that one question to the Big Brother alum, I've heard some great stories from that one question, yeah. and I just love your mm-hmm. story was just amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that, Nicole. That was wonderful. Oh, thank you. I love that story so much. The you know, those are like, the heartwarming stories that I love to hear, you know. Fans, like, put things in perspective so much because I'm not going to lie. Like, when you have a lot of fans say to you, I love you, you're great, I love you, you're great, sometimes, like, not that you become numb to it, but you just, like, accept it. And, like, when you have, like, one of those days where, like, you put it all in perspective or, like, you're down on yourself and you read a note where a fan is, like, no, seriously. Like, I had a fan, I'm going to get upset, but I had a fan reach out to me and say, like, you gave me a reason to live. And that, I, oh, yeah. And so to hear stuff like that, like, that is the most amazing stuff to me. Like, if I can give anybody one, like, shred, one ray of hope, then I, like, I feel accomplished like that. Oh God. Some of the messages from fans, like I can't even begin to articulate how thankful I am for them. And like people are like, I love you. And I'm like, no, I seriously love you guys more. Like people don't understand in telling me how much they love me. Like they're lifting me up. And that is such an amazing thing. I, I don't know if the show still does this, Nicole, maybe you maybe can let us know. But after my season, CBS sent everyone a box that had all the fan mm-hmm. letter and fan mail and stuff in it and, like, your key and all this other stuff. Yeah. But um, in there was a, a letter from a, a, a boy who uh, was in – I'll never forget it. He was in middle school, and he had told me that after seeing Russell come at me like that and me endure it successfully and everything, he said it gave him courage to report him being bullied at school. Wow! Oh my God, Ron. So oh, I know exactly what you mean. And so for you to get a letter like that, and you know, when you get a letter like that, I know exactly what you mean, Nicole. You think that's not even where my head was. I was just going through this, and yeah. it's so amazing yeah. something like that could mean something to someone else like that. Oh, extremely! Oh my gosh, so much! Wow, wow, wow! That's yeah. an awesome story, Ronnie. Oh my God. Yeah, and that the. That's so incredible. Cherry, I can't get over it. This is why amazing Nicole's amazing as she is. Nicole, you were so genuine. Seriously. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just blown away by how nice you are. Seriously. <laughs> get out. Oh, thank get you. Out. Both oh. of you. <laughs> <laughs> I've Any enjoyed tonight so much. I hate to end it. No, I know. I, right, our time's just about up. I just. I hate to say goodnight, but our time's about ending now, and I, I hate to end it, but it's that time. So, where can people so find we, you on social media? Yes. Okay. Here we Nicole. go again. All right. So, on Instagram, I changed, like, not my at, but my name is now Nicole Anthony, so you could search for me under Nicole Anthony, but I'm at Strong Island Nicole. And then on Twitter, I just changed my name to Nicole Anthony, so you can search me that way. 
but I'm at Strong Island NI2. <laughs> Great. But hopefully you go okay. on Google, just type in BB21 Nicole. Hopefully it'll just come up because otherwise, like, everything's so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> well, now people can follow you and wish you a Merry Christmas, which I wish yes. you a Merry Christmas to both of you. Thank you. Um, thank you guys so Merry much Christmas for being on. I appreciate both of you coming on tonight and doing the show. It's just been so much fun, and I wish the both of you a very wonderful new year in 2020. Thank you. And a very, very Merry Christmas. Thank you guys so much for doing the no show No problem. Tonight. Thank you, Cherry. Thank you, guys. I love you guys both so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We love you, too. Thank you, Nicole, Have a good so evening, much guys. for doing the show tonight. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you for doing the show, hon. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, all. Here's the end of tonight's show to say good night to everyone. Good night, friends. Good night, all. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was a great show with Ronnie and Nicole tonight. Thank you, everybody. Have a Merry Christmas. Good night, all. God bless.